0: That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.
1: Happy New Year, Greenhorns! This is Severin. I am the Greenhorn in charge of this radio show today and happy to be here once again on Thursday, 2 o'clock on Heritage Radio for Greenhorns Radio. Radio for young farmers by mm-hmm. young farmers. Sponsored, as usual, by Hearst Family Ranch. Um, We are joined today in the radio world by Casey Knapp. Casey, are you there?
2: I'm here, Seven. How are you?
1: Hello. Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you for bringing me here.
1: Yes, Casey and I met each other at the Young Farmers Conference uh, last month at Stone Barns. And Casey is a wonderful young farmer who is lucky enough to have been born on a farm. Casey, tell us, if you would, a little bit about who you are and where you come from.
2: Sure. Well, um, right now, I'm, I'm 20 years old, and I'm a student in Syracuse, um, Syracuse, New York, and I live on my, uh, um, with my family on a farm in Preble, which is just 20 minutes south of Syracuse. And... Um, my you get dad, to go to
1: school and still be the, on the farm. This is another privilege I hadn't even understood until now.
2: Right, right. So um, we'll, we'll, the classes start um, later in January, and um, I'll be working on the weekends and then, and then studying during the week. So, um,
1: And what are you studying?
2: Right now I'm a business major.
1: Well, that's very wise. <laughs> um, you now, Casey, you are um, – you didn't tell us anything about your farm, number one. And number two, would okay. you mind telling us also a little bit about um, Generation Organic?
2: Sure, sure. So um, about our farm, uh, my, my dad likes to say that uh, we have a diversified organic dairy farm. And uh, what that means is that we, we milk about 75 cows, and we, we sell our milk to Organic Valley, uh, the, the independent farmer-owned cooperative, and then everything else, all the other um, uh, products of our, on our farm are connected to and are, are synergistic with um, the dairy cows and, and the dairy operation. So um, all of the manure from the barn is, is made into compost, and we produce about 3,000 yards of compost a year. And this compost is, um, is sold off of our farm. We also uh, we, we spread some of it on, on our pastures, um, for our cows, and then uh, a lot of it is also put on, on uh, our strawberry field. We have we have about five acres of pick-your-own strawberries that, that we do every every summer, and um, and then our, in our in our spare time uh, we ha- we have pastured poultry. Um, we have uh, very Joel Salatin-style um, uh, operation with with bottomless cages, and we do we do about a thousand birds every year, a thousand chickens every year, uh, and and turkeys for um, Thanksgiving. And also some, some pastured beef and pork.
1: Wow, so you're doing slaughtering on farm? It sounds like from your thousand, thousand birds that you're doing on farm slaughtering?
2: Yep, we do. We, we have, we, we're able to do all the processing on the farm. Yep.
1: Yeah, this, I was learning the other day about the fact that you, you can do a thousand birds and then, well, and four chickens is one turkey. No, yeah, four tur- chickens is one turkey. Right. But then the next permit in New York State. Is for ten thousand birds. Oh, do so you want to do know. A, hmm, I think I'm not. I hope I'm right about that. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's a good thing to get involved in business now because you're gonna not have to uh, have a shock later on.
2: Right, right.
1: So, um, so there you are, and you have been privileged to grow up in the context of this Organic Valley community, and now you've become a leader in the uh, next generation. Um, of organic le- of organic leadership, which is called Generation Organic. Will you explain uh, what that program is?
2: Sure, sure. So, so Generation Organic is is a movement supported by Organic Valley to to usher in the next generation of, of young farmers. Um, uh, everyone is is, is uh, you know I, I I might be preaching to the choir here when I say that um, you know we, we've lost 55 million farmers since the 30s and. Uh, right now the the farmers are um, for lack of a better term getting and getting a little bit old and uh organic valley is very conscious of this and they they have uh made a really big effort to um, um, get uh, get uh, young people excited about uh farming in the future organic farming in the future so um,
1: i well, mean it's we 're really- doing a really great job of convening conferences and putting together materials that are useful to young farmers and particularly young dairy farmers and working in a kind of a similar way to the traditional um, agricultural youth organizations that are still with us, um, although not as active as they used to be or could be.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Tell us about that most recent uh, meeting you guys had.
2: Right. So, um, well, there are are 1,400 farmer members in Organic Valley and, um, and, and last year, a lot of time was spent just promoting Generation Organic and, and the Generation Organic mission throughout the cooperative. And there were three um, Generation Organic meetings uh, last summer and fall, uh, a West Coast, a Central, and an East Coast meeting. And I was able to go to the Central one, and we, we actually had, we hosted the, the East gathering on our farm. And um, we had one of the... Uh, um, founders of Organic Valley, Jim Wiederberg, speak. We had Heather Darby from University of uh, Vermont speak. And we also had uh, Nana Johnson from the Stonebard Center for, for, for Food and Agriculture. She's also the one who um, sort of created the, the Young Farmers Conference. And, uh, and so we had, we had about 30 uh, young Organic Valley farmers and, um, and, and the, the, some, some of the children of Organic Valley farmers. It was uh, it was a really exciting day. Um, everyone got sort of pumped up, pumped up, and excited for um, for you know for Generation Organic and just um, the future of everything. I, th- I think that's one of the, the the coolest parts about Generation Organic is that it lets everyone know that they're not alone. Um, right around my area and in my school, there's not a lot of interest for um, farming, and and it's just it's not there's not a whole lot of awareness and. So I always felt a little bit alone and, and I I feel really lucky and really fortunate to 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 be doing all these things with organic valley and generation organic because it, it just it, it gives me that much that much more energy and um and vision to, to where this where this thing can go.
1: Well and frankly the statistics um, would bear that feeling out. We um we know that the nineteen ninety seven uh, census said that there was only 3% of America's farmers under the age of 35, and now uh, 2000 and, uh, 2007 census says that it's um, up to 6%. Right. So it's a modest gain. You know, yeah. It's not a market rate, that, um, but it's, uh, it's, it's definitely a proof that there is, in fact, a movement of young people who are coming to understand the work that needs to be done and the pleasure that there is of doing it. And tell us, if you would, what kind of farmer do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> what
2: kind of farmer do I – this is um, sort of a loaded question with uh, my family here and, and also two younger brothers. Um, <laughs> uh, what kind of farmer do I want to be? Um, you know, right now we're, we're really, really busy on our farm. There are – you know, you, you, you know this and, and everyone knows this um, who, who's, who's farming right now that, that – um, the work is never ending, the, the chores and the, the projects and the repairs are never ending. And, uh, I, I sort of see myself, um, with a, with a small dairy, maybe milking once a day and, um, continuing the, 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 uh, the, the diversified, um, farm model with, with, um, chickens and turkeys and, 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 and pork and, and beef. So, so that's, I think that that's, that's the direction I would go in. So, um, sort of, uh, smaller operation, a smaller operation than, than maybe what we're doing right now.
1: Well, I'm totally sold on the milking once a day. That's yeah, completely my plan. But maybe um, we can take this opportunity to share with our listening audience um, a little bit about the details um, in animal husbandry. Many, many people think you have to milk early in the morning in order to be a real farmer, but um, that's not necessarily so. Will you, right. will you mind giving us a little education about um, the rituals of um, lactation?
2: Um, sure, I guess, um...
1: Like, what do you do on your farm, and then how do some other people do it?
2: Sure, I I guess, uh, on our farm, we are getting up sort of early. Uh, we, we we begin everything at about, uh, well, between 4.30 and 5.00, um, and then we, and then we also milk, um, in the afternoon. We, we start chores around 3.00, um, and, uh... So, I mean, I've I've heard of uh, I've heard other other farmers talk about when they when they milk once a day, um, but uh, I, I don't know I don't know um, I'm not very fluent on that I don't know how how much I can talk about that.
1: Okay, that's okay. Well, wow, five in the morning is pretty early. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess if you have seventy five cows to get through, that's pretty much what it takes.
2: Yeah, yeah, and we have help right now, so it's not that bad.
1: It's not that bad. Um, so so here you are and you're 20 years old and you're embedded in this fabulous community of other young dairy farmers around the country and you're studying business.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And where do you think that this... I mean, how long do you think that this is going to take for, um, for there to be a major shift, like a seismic shift in the numbers of young people who are entering agriculture? And what do you think that... Um, from your experience in our educational system, that they would benefit from, um, that isn't really re- like accessible today.
2: Sure. Well, um, I think that it's going to be you know, it, we we certainly can't expect to to change the world on day one. Uh, I think that just just like farming, um, you have to. You have to uh, plant the seed, and you have to water it, and you have to wait for it to grow. Um, it's going to be um, a slow organic process, and I think that's the that's a, the best way for it to happen. Of course, we want it to be here as soon as possible, but we, we want everything to be done right. And, um, and as far as far as education goes, as far as um, uh, higher education, I think it, it's it's starting to happen. There there are uh, there are schools all over the place. Um, you know, Cornell is the closest one um, to my, uh, in my area, and they are, um, they're putting a lot of attention, uh, attention into um, sustainable, sustainable practices and, and sustainable farming. And, if, uh, you know, as soon as everyone sees that those are the first classes to fill up, they're, they're going to start offering more. Um.
1: Yeah, I think that's true. And I also agree with you about that long-term thinking, so, um, so much of the way that we're acculturated these days has to do with um quarterly earnings and satisfaction and convenience in a short short amount of time. But if you take a minute to study the agricultural system in America, you'll notice that it took us about thirty years to get to this crisis right. point right. where right now, especially um talking to some of the farm agencies around my area, so many farm families are 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 just falling. Falling off the um, falling off the wagon um, because of the low dairy prices. Right, and, right. And these are people who've managed to stay in business throughout you know cycle after cycle of boom and bust, like of boom and bust. So to think that it's going to happen tomorrow when it took thirty years to get to this point <laughs> is a bit silly. But at the same time, because we're all young, muscled, young-brained, um, kind of spunky kids. Who are thinking about this kind of work, and, and we have a whole career to invest in making it making it happen, um, especially in January, in the brightness of a new year. Um, it's kind of a great kind of a great thing to think in terms of a thirty-year um, yeah. challenge.
2: Yeah. Where and, do you and,
1: want to go to school next?
2: Well, I uh, I, mm-hmm. I applied to, to Deep Springs College, and unfortunately didn't get in. Um, so uh, right now I've uh, I've turned my sights to to Cornell University and, and Hampshire College. Um, I've uh, I want to continue to study agriculture and I also have that um, sort of uh, I'm, I'm interested in that um, small uh, liberal arts education as well. And I haven't quite made my decision yet, but those are the two. That's where I'll be studying definitely.
1: One of those. Well, they should fight for you. <laughs> so let 's talk a little bit more if you wouldn't mind about um, the difference that you perceive I mean the difference that you perceive in what your, what opportunities you have coming from a in a family farm situation and already having an infrastructure um, there to deal to work within um, versus somebody who's coming in um, who doesn't come from a farm family and doesn't have access to a farm do you feel like there's um, Similar challenges, or do you feel um, that there's some disadvantage that I'm not getting getting to? I mean, you have all these other brothers and sisters and siblings to compete with for the farm. But what other what other differences are there?
2: Sure. Well, well I, th- I think um, I, I feel really lucky because I've uh, I've you know I've grown up on this farm and I and I've seen uh, I've seen how it's changed and, and i and I also see that. We have an established business here. We have a, a, a working model, and I don't see for, for my situation. I don't see any reason to leave because it's um, it's really fun and it's working, and, and we're we're making uh, and, and growing a lot of healthy food for 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 the people of of upstate New York, um, and for you know for for people who. For for young people who want to get into farming, um, uh, I, I guess my my advice would be, uh, you know, read all, read all the books that you can, and also um, try and try and get involved with uh, with Organic Valley and, and Generation Organic, because I've seen um, a lot of people who who have come really from from no. No farming background and no farming knowledge um, tap into to the to the um, experience and um, and background of, of organic valley and uh, and their passion for for for, for um, cultivating the next generation of, of young farmers and and seeing the excitement grow The
1: excitement and the pasture and and imagine that you are kind of one of the wonderful anomalies in um, a rural narrative in this country, which is really one um, that talks a lot about the fact, and it's almost an accepted truth at this point in many places, that young people are just inevitably going to leave the countryside and go to where the excitement is. um, And the institutions of those farms are not durable, and they're not keeping the energy um, alive and the business alive and the large animal vets and the dairy equipment merchants, et cetera. So the only thing that we have to work on, for, in your case, is bringing um, some of that rock and roll music that hmm. does happen in the cities at this point um, exactly. a little bit closer to the cows. So that's exactly. a project I'm going to work on, and maybe you will get involved, yes. too. I yes. think that's a major... Um, uh, area of interest for perhaps Organic Valley to focus also their attention, mm-hmm. bring some more rock and roll out to the cows.
2: Oh, Definitely. Well, I, th- I think that the, the mindset is changing and the, the, the paradigm is changing. and we, we no longer want to be doctors and lawyers. Um, we want things to slow down a little bit, and we want to um, f- focus on our family and, and focus on our food, and, and the best way to do that is to, is to start up your own farm.
1: That's the best way. Mm-hmm. Well, Casey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on the Absolutely. show today. And would you mind giving a little bit of um, a summary of your favorite books and resources online that you think other people might want to tune into, apart from the uh, Gen O?
2: Sure. Yeah, uh, I've I've grown up with uh, with Acres USA, which is a, um, a monthly. Um, periodical it was it was uh first founded by um charles walters who who um who's also written a lot of books he he passed away last year but um